On this week's episode of The Shakeout, we take you to the largest city in northern Canada for another great Canadian running city with ultra runner Jesse Thompson Gladish. I think it's a sense of adventure that brings people here and keeps people here. We've got the cold, dark winters, gets down to minus 40, minus 50. And then you get the summertime where there's 24 hours of daylight and you can run and bike and fish and paddle until late into the evening. Yeah, it's a place of extremes and it brings some extremely strange and wonderful people here. Nicknamed the Wilderness City, Whitehorse Yukon offers runner settings at both ends of the spectrum. From the quiet and calm of pristine views of nature to harsh and unforgiving conditions, runners in Whitehorse should always expect the unexpected. You might remember Jesse Thompson Gladish from one of our previous episodes. Don't underestimate the challenge. It's not a marketing gag that we call ourselves the toughest and coldest year after year after year. The race has proven that that's what it is and it's the feedback I get from people and we've got people here who've done so many different things already but when they're done with this race they really have to say yeah that's the hardest I've done. There's kind of three different aspects to it. There's the physical preparation like you mentioned which I felt like I had a pretty high level of physical fitness which included a lot of running and cross-country skiing and snowshoeing. I'd probably average like 10 to 15 kilometers. The Yukon Arctic Ultra follows the established trail of the Yukon Quest, an annual dog sled race between Whitehorse and Fairbanks, Alaska. It includes the distances of a marathon, a 100 miler, 300 miler, and a 430 miler. And it calls itself the world's coldest and toughest race. Thompson Gladish has participated in this race not once, but three times and is the only woman to have completed the 430-mile distance twice. I actually saw a photo of a couple friends who did the marathon, and they had the, you know, the, the frosty eyelashes and the red cheeks and that sort of thing. And I started looking into it and realized that they didn't offer only a marathon, that it was all the way to Dawson City. And I love Dawson City, and I paddled from Whitehorse to Dawson, and I just thought it would be really cool to do it in the wintertime on foot, uh, especially since I'd gotten really into running by that point. And it just sort of got some wheels turning. And, you know, it was sort of a random search for something really difficult. And, and it ended up being, you know, in my hometown, home territory, and a familiar route, which which I really love and, and has a lot of history behind it. And watching the dogs start their race as a kid. It, it just all kind of came together as something that I really felt strongly about doing. For Thompson Gladish, something as extreme as traveling the 430 miles from Whitehorse to Dawson City on foot actually makes sense. It's something she wants to do. She was born and raised in Whitehorse. I grew up here, went to elementary school, high school, and uh, and then once I was finished high school, I stuck around for a year and, and worked and lived at home. And then I moved away after that to go to school and, and work and travel. My parents moved here. My dad's from Toronto and my mom came from Kelowna. And uh, both of them, like many other people who arrive up here, either came up here for a, a short adventure or uh, work and then just end up not leaving because it's such a cool place to live. 
For those who have never been, Thompson Gladish explains what makes Whitehorse stand out. Probably the sense of community. It's small. It it attracts people who are kind of trying to get away from away from it all and uh, get back to sort of a more simple life. Things have changed definitely a lot, you know, since I was born. The city's grown and that sort of thing. But I think it's a sense of adventure that brings people here and keeps people here. It's a place of extremes. There's you know, you've got the cold, dark winters, gets down to minus 40, minus 50, you know, a few hours of daylight in a day. And, and then you get the summertime where there's 24 hours of daylight and you, you can run and bike and fish and paddle until late into the evening. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's a place of extremes and it brings some extremely strange and wonderful people here. While growing up in Whitehorse, Thompson Gladish was always active, but it wasn't until she moved away from the city that she took up running. Running for me didn't actually start until I'd moved away from home and I participated in a, well, first a 10K and then a half marathon in Kelowna. But before that, all of my activities in the Yukon were were hiking and paddling. My parents took us on canoe trips on the Yukon River and and a couple other nearby rivers and biking and, and really just spending time outside. And then once I discovered how much I loved running when I was living down in BC, uh, I started doing events. And then since then have spent most of my summers in the Yukon. And uh, there's actually quite a lot of, uh, of running events that happen up here and tons of trails to run on. So it's been really fun to take my newfound love at the time of running and then bring it back up here and, and have another method of exploring the area around here. And when she's back in the city, her favorite places to run include... One of my favorite places, and often when I drive up here from down south, because I, I live down there for the rest of the year, except for the summertime, and I always stop at Miles Canyon on the way into Whitehorse, which is just before the town center. And it's a popular spot for a lot of people to go and, and walk and, and just to walk across a bridge and see the water. But there's lots of trails there, and they go all the way along the river. You can go five or 10 kilometers up river and then take a few trails that link up to some lakes. There's Chad. Lake and, and Hidden Lake, which is sort of on the back end of one of the Whitehorse neighborhoods. And anybody who's ever been up here before, you know, may have heard of Miles Canyon and people who live here certainly do. So that's one of my favorite spots to run. And I was just there a couple of days ago. Running in Whitehorse has unique challenges, including the extreme conditions between summer and winter running. Well, it actually can get quite warm here. I think today the high is supposed to be somewhere around 20 and 25, I believe. So it, it does get surprisingly hot here. And, you know, the sun can be quite intense, especially when it's, you know, all day long. It's from 4 a.m. to 11 p.m. Oh, running here in the wintertime is a whole different thing. And people do do it. People run and bike all year long. And you can see the you can see the fat bikers and the runners all bundled up with their neck warmers on over their faces and frost everywhere. It's another thing. It's just, you know, dressing for the weather and being prepared and uh, having a plan, the right layers and being careful with your sweat, having a warm place to finish. <laughs> it's it's a lot of work to run in the wintertime. And, you know, I find the same thing as everybody else. It can be easier to just do a treadmill run inside or, or just skip the run altogether. But I've never come back from a summer or a winter run and wished that I didn't do it. So it's always good to get out there no matter where you are and, and what the weather is. Oh, and another thing about running in Whitehorse. You want bear spray for sure <laughs> if you're going trail running. 
but you probably won't see them that often, right? I ran into one a few weeks ago when I was running at Miles Canyon and had bear spray and saw the bear and turned around and decided to go back the other way. I mean, th there are bears around. You know, I just saw one crossing the road yesterday on my way uh, back to work and there's very few negative encounters, but you do have to be prepared. Right. Bears. No big deal. Just be prepared. So what should you do if you encounter a bear on the run? It always depends on the bear, but um, don't run. Speak in a calm voice and have your bear spray ready. Be mindful of the wind if you are using bear spray and to slowly back away and just try to really read what the bear was doing when you arrived on it. If it's got cubs, that's far more serious. If it's got like a kill, if it's got some food, then it's going to be defending that. If you've just surprised it, it might just run away. You know, it totally depends, but do your best to stay calm and leave the situation, but still keeping an eye on the bear. According to Thompson Gladish, it does indeed live up to its nickname of the Wilderness City. But bears and extreme weather aside, Whitehorse and the surrounding cities in the Yukon have a vibrant and growing running community. It seems like it is increasing as it seems like it is kind of everywhere. There's a Millennium Trail five-kilometer loop downtown in Whitehorse, and it's paved, and lots of people use that. I notice people running with strollers and dogs and friends and stuff down there. To attract both locals and tourists to the beautiful wilderness of Whitehorse and the Yukon, there are a number of races throughout the year. There's a few really cool ones. One just happened. It was on July 1st. It was the Reckless Raven 50 Mile Trail Ultra. You can do it solo, the whole thing, or you can do it uh, two-person relay. And this year was the second year that they did it. That one is a very hard trail marathon, but very, very fun. There's the Yukon River Trail Marathon, which happens in August, which the trails that I just described around Miles Canyon, there is a leg or two that encompass those trails there. And that's a really fun one as well. There's a couple that happened on Solstice. One is in Dawson City and one is in Mayo. The Mayo one actually happens at midnight. It's a road marathon, midnight marathon on Solstice. There's the Midnight Sun Dome Run in Dawson City, and that happens during the Dawson City Music Festival, which if you want to combine a straight uphill seven and a half kilometer a road slash trail race and a really fun music festival, that would be a, a great weekend to go up there and check that out. I think there is a Grey Mountain uh, race on Solstice as well in Whitehorse. Grey Mountain is also a really nice place to run around Whitehorse. And if you look up Athletics Yukon, they have all the running events that happen in the summertime. And there's a surprising number of running events up here, anywhere from 5K to the ultra marathon now. These races range from ones that are on the road and are a bit more accessible to the novice runner to tougher ones on the trail. But the toughest one of all is the one we mentioned off the top, the Yukon Arctic Ultra. And as we mentioned, Thompson Gladish has raced in it three times. The first year she raced was in 2015, and it was a big test of both her mental and physical strength. I was super nervous to, to start it and, you know, to not be sure if it would go well. And the first night was minus 48. And I ended up sleeping at the very first checkpoint, which was only 40 kilometers in. It was the marathon finish line. 
and I felt too scared to continue on and have to camp in between checkpoints in that cold. So myself and a couple other people ended up sleeping at that first checkpoint and everybody else continued on to try to make some miles. And I remember waking up and just feeling worried, you know, having to pack up my tent and my feet were freezing before I could get some body heat going. Imagine signing up for a race that spanned 13 straight days, 430 miles, and not even being sure that you would make it through the first day. And in such extreme conditions where temperatures reached minus 48 degrees, how could things possibly get any better? It was about five days into the race that I sort of felt like all of my joints were were screaming a bit and everything was everything was swollen and and sore and i remember laying down at at the checkpoint and just feeling like everything was going to explode and anything that was touching the floor felt painful and i said to myself that if i woke up in the morning and i still felt like that i would really have to consider not going on and i woke up in the morning and i felt like 100% And that was where the switch kind of went with my body, where it was like, oh, this is what we're doing. This is the job now. And it went from pain to feeling like I could do it for days and days and days. It was amazing. She finished the entire journey of 430 miles that year, went back to complete the 300 miler with a friend the following year, and then completed the 430 miler a second time in 2017. There is almost something inexplainable about the attachment that I have personally to the race. And, you know, it has everything to do with the full moon travel at night where you can see your shadow and it feels like somebody's turned a light bulb on above you and you're traveling in the middle of the night. And the northern lights as well, going to sleep, laying down beside the trail in your sleeping bag and seeing northern lights through the scraggly burnt tree forest. It's just, it's very, very unique. There is something special about up here, and that's kind of what keeps me coming back. At the end of our conversation, I asked if she would be returning next winter to race again in her hometown race, the Yukon Arctic Ultra. Even before I asked the question, I was pretty sure how she'd answer. I am. (laughs) I'm signed up already. I signed up in May and I'm going to attempt it on cross-country skis in February. I keep going back to it and it's because of the trail, the people, the organization, and uh, ultimately just because I get to spend time in the Yukon wilderness, which is absolutely incredible. And I hope that me talking about it today inspires a few people to come up and check it out. We'd like to thank Jessie Thompson-Gladish for sharing her story with us this week. And thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Shakeout Podcast. And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed listening to this and our other episodes, please write a review for us on iTunes. We are bringing you this podcast weekly. If you like it and are wondering how you can support us, please subscribe to Canadian Running Magazine in print or the digital edition. This certainly helps us bring you more great content. And finally, we'd like to thank the Ontario Media Development Corporation for their contributions to this podcast. Thanks for listening.